All right, this week we are diving into uh, a new film um, that explores youth, um, innocence, loss of innocence, uh, fame, love, and just a great coming-of-age story all set in 1973 in the San Fernando Valley in California. And I, of course, am talking about Paul Thomas Anderson, his new film, Licorice Pizza. Um, great cast. Lots of stars, but also some brand new faces making their cinematic debut in this film. Uh, but this film is, not, is also not without its own controversies, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but it's been widely acclaimed, um, so I'm ready to dive in, Zach. Splash. So, Hunter. Yes. There are a lot of things that we will talk about in this film. That is true. Controversy, critically acclaimed actors, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. But is licorice pizza good? Let's find out. Welcome to 2022, but is it good? Yeah, yeah. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which episode are we on? I don't really know. 55? Is it 55? 55. I'm you, checking. Are you checking right I'm now? checking. All right. Are we Are we rolling? Oh, oh yes, we are. Shoot. Ah, uh, hello. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. 55. To year two. Year two. Of the But Is It Good podcast. We're officially in year two. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I am your host. I am still your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, Zach Olson, and mm. with us as always, staring at a like a, a Christmas bag. It's probably <laughs> I, think, being I think actually her eyes are closed. Probably being saved for next year. Mm. Okay, are they? I think so. Yeah, she's sleeping. She's docked. She's docked, but like with a, with her head turned. Yeah. Is our or the host of the podcast? The host, founder, CEO, Whiskers Queen Elizabeth Callahan Dash Olson the third, aka Whiskey. Uh, Yes, Happy New Year. How was your New Year, Zach? How has 2022 started out for you? Because it is the uh, currently the 16th day of the year. Yes, it is. If you listen to this, it'll be the 17th day. How's it been so far? It's been a good year so far. Yep. You know, making changes. 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 And um, yeah, it's been a good start. How yep. about you? It's been good. It's been good. Um we're currently we, trapped in a snowstorm. We are. It's snowing in Georgia, and so the whole state's freaking out. Um, but it's good. We've been busy. We're kind of revamping stuff. We're excited to start sharing some new content with you guys. Mm. Uh, the state of Georgia won another major sports title. Mm. University of Georgia won the national championship. I'm wearing my UGA sweater. We've been my very, alma mater. very fortunate with the, the sports things yep. in the past, like, because... Uh, you know, my dad's a big uh, Bucks fan, mm-hmm. and the Bucks won last year. Yep, they're doing well again this year. The Braves Hawks exceeded won. expectations last year, but they are going it's, the wrong it's, direction. It's not, it's not coming together for them at the moment. Nope. But you know, they they moved Cam Reddish. I think that'll be a good situation in both directions. Yeah, came out that he wanted out. He wanted out. He yep. wanted more opportunity. Yep. He'll probably get that in New York. I would think because yeah. he's better than a lot of what they have. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Hawks got a first round pick. Yeah, so good, good. You know. Anyways. Um, but it's good, yeah. Uh, so this week we're diving into Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. a film that we wanted to end the year on last year, but I got COVID, so we could not go see it until yesterday. 
Um, but we are all, I'm all good. My family got COVID, but we're fine. This movement's clear. Um, but yeah, you got anything else? Any other housekeepings that you want to throw in there? I don't think I do. I probably was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. Well, I was thinking this year with mm. the start of every episode, we could say, welcome to the But Is It Good podcast, and okay. then talk about what the podcast is, just in case someone comes in and this is their first episode. Oh, that's a good idea. I tried to do it twice. But I stopped. And, and I, you I talked I, over I me. I steamrolled you. <laughs> yes. Both times. Let's start the whole thing over. Okay. Okay, here we go. And hello, and welcome to episode hey. 55 of But Is It Good podcast. Hello, everybody. This is the But Is It Good podcast. <laughs> A podcast where two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, accurate. Swim through film. We dive in. We dive and we, in, and we swim through the weeds and the fishes mm-hmm. and all of those things. Yep. See, I didn't really plan what I was going to say. <laughs> I just wanted to say something. If yeah. this is your first time listening, welcome to But Is a Good Podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, we. This podcast where we dive into um, our favorite films. Um, to start out as like we would, we would do our favorite serieses, serieses, series, Siri, Siri, no, <laughs> <laughs> series. Um, we take our favorite series, franchises, uh, new releases that with that that we're excited about, films mm-hmm. that we love, and we dive into them. And we discuss them, uh, and then ultimately at the end of, of the episode, we ask the the question that everyone wants to know. That is, but is it good? But is it good? Um, to start out this year, we're actually kind of doing our quote unquote series that we're doing is the uh, films that are considered contenders for best picture of the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what we're diving into first. I've said diving in like four times in I five know. minutes. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. This is what we do. Yeah, so we will be looking at films that are, um, as you said, strong contenders yep. for the best picture nominees. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you feel about the Oscars, I, they're a litmus test for like where we're moving as a yeah. as a as a culture society, society yeah. You know? um, and I so gotta say, last year I really enjoyed our Oscar series. I did some of our. Yes. I think probably one of my favorite movies of last year were very much possibly in that series. Very much possibly. Like, yep. Actually, definitely. Actually, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like Minari and the Father and stuff. Mm-hmm. Any whom, um, and once again, if you if you're new to this, uh, the way this works is we start out. With a couple minutes of non-spoiler talk, if it's relevant, because this is uh, it's a new movie, and then we do our world-famous trademark uh, movie in a minute, mm-hmm. where we explain the entire film in one minute, and then from then on, actually, I guess starting with that is spoilers until the end episode. So, uh, are you ready? We good? Yes, I am All ready. Right, so, in a couple sentences, Zach, uh, what are your first thoughts, spoiler-free, of Licorice Pizza? This film stylistically is is like, I don't know, I love this vibe. Uh, I will say, um, this film has so many memorable moments oh of yeah. just like cr- wild things happening, uh, and at times you're not sure how you got from one thing to the next, mm. but the journey is worthwhile, and it's just it's solid, man. Yeah. I I had a, a good time yeah. watching this film. I would agree with that. Pretty. Pretty much on point. Um, I love the retro vibe of this. It's takes place in the seventies. Um, I think the cast is incredible. Everyone does an incredible job. It's a beautiful film. Um, everything is accurate to the time. It feels like it's the seventies. Um, a couple things that I, f- e- I feel like we both didn't appreciate. Yeah, even you know? in in some ways that are actually prob- kind of prob- problematic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't think... I don't know how I feel about including stuff like that because it was a product of the time or like yeah, whatever. Because yeah, unless it's like in the context, unless it's like pivotal to the plot. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this. Yeah, and it wasn't. But anyway, <laughs> we, um, we will discuss this in detail. It's all over the place in kind of a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some times where I bust out laughing like out loud. In the in the way that like moving from adolescence into adulthood yes, is, is all very over much. the place. It made you know? me you know miss the innocence of being. 15, 16 years old, mm-hmm. uh, the clumsiness. There's some scenes that I think were super clumsy in a very, very charming way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really had a good time with it. I, the more I kind of had to sit with it for a second, at first I was like, what did I just watch? But I really, really did enjoy it. Um, yeah, anything else to add before diving into spoilers? I think we should put on our diving caps. Diving caps are on. Get on the... Uh, uh, diving board. Yes, I'm, I'm prepare, on the diving board. Prepare to dive. I've got my speedo and I've got my uh, swim trunks on. All right. So as Hunter said, this is the movie in a minute segment where he will discuss or it's outline, very distracting. Is it outline <laughs> the entire film in in one movie? Um, Sorry, we have a light yeah, on. And full it's, disclaimer it has a, it has for a the ones listening to the uh, to the podcast audio. We're trying something new where we're going to try and film these mm-hmm. each week and put them on social so you guys can see how actually humiliating this is because <laughs> it really <laughs> is humiliating. Um, and this light that I have has a weird buzz. Buzz? Whistle? Ring. Ring going on. Um, so I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I'm going to try and... Uh, so I'm going to say something. I'm going to give like a reference for the camera just so if I repeat myself, that's what it is. Okay, make sure I look pretty... So vain. Oh, I am. I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> All right, here we go. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> Spoilers ahead for if Licorice Pizza. You, if you have not seen Licorice Pizza, go see it. Go see yeah, it. Go find a little indie theater. Yeah. You know, hopefully a showtime. It's fairly empty. We, it, it, there it were two other people in the theater yep, when we saw it. It was, it was great. It was, it was wonderful. But spoilers Maybe, ahead. You know, from now on, from here on out, whatever. <laughs> I'm recording. I've already forgotten the whole thing. Shit. Okay. <sighs> All right, this is Licorice Pizza, movie in a minute. Are you ready? Count me in. No, I'm not ready, but let's do it. In three, two, one, go. Okay, it's 1973. We meet Gary Valentine. He's uh, in high school. He's getting his picture taken for the yearbook. He meets Alana. I forgot her last name, but she's an assistant, and he's like, I'm going to marry her one day, falls in love. Um, he's a smooth talker. He's charming. He's like has a bunch of businesses. He's an actor. He does all this stuff, and she's just kind of – Floating around in life, you know, she's 25, he's 15. We'll get to that later. Um, so he's, like, pursuing her. He's, like, in love with her. She's kind of like, oh, Gary, stop it, whatever. But then they be- have this weird bond. They start uh, selling waterbeds. He gets arrested for murder that he didn't do, which is kind of interesting. Uh, then, you know, she starts working for this guy who's running for mayor. She's like, is it weird that I like him? You know, do we hang out, whatever, whatever. Then they fall in love. Uh, and then he starts this arcade with pinballs. And what am I at? Because that's the whole movie. You got 48. Uh, you're at 48. And seconds. then at the end of the movie, they kiss and it's beautiful, but you know, they have hijinks because they're young and then they fall in love. And she's like, I love you, Gary. Freeze frame. And. And that's Bradley it. Cooper's in it. That's it. <laughs> okay, that was perfect. That was perfection. Thank you. <laughs> God, how do you make this? That's actually, that's, that's the whole movie. I, I mean, more stuff happened than that. Yes. You know, but. <sighs> I just became very acutely aware that that's going to go on social media. Good, yeah. 
Shit. You look great. I, I'm not worried about how I look. T- take a bow. <laughs> All right, cool. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> what, the fact that it's ringing? No, I, I can move the, the cable and it changes. All right, cool. Um, <clears throat> so let's do this thing, shall we? So we're going to go ahead and um, do a little time loop here. Yes. So we're going to say spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Son of a bitch. And then we're going to edit that <laughs> back to right before the movie in a minute segment. Do this. But it's also going to be here. Every time. So when you hear this, you you'll know go, that we fucked up. Okay, ready? Here we go. And beep. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> spoilers ahead for if Licorice you, Pizza. If you have not seen Licorice Pizza... Go see it. Go see yeah, it. Go find a little indie theater. Yeah. You know, hopefully a showtime. It's fairly empty. We, it, it, there were two other people in the theater when yep, we saw it. It was, it was great. It was, it was wonderful. But spoilers Maybe, ahead. You know, from now on, from here on out, whatever. <laughs> Beep. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> wonderful. Um, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. No, this is interesting. So I do have one. So we we for those of you who've been here since day one, we used to kind of go through the the, the credits and cast and stuff. Mm. I do have a couple things that I want to point out that I think is very interesting. Sure. Um, so this is the cinematic debut of Alana Hayam. Hayam. I don't know how to say her last name. The thing is Hayam. Alana Hayam and Cooper Hoffman. Um, a lot of his entire families in this film. Very interesting. I thought that was fascinating. And uh, Paul Parents. Thomas Anderson's uh, longtime partner. Um, Oh my gosh, I can see your face. Uh, 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 what's her name? What's her name? By Rudolph. Gosh, sorry. Um, <laughs> she, okay. She's in this, and apparently, like, their four kids are in it, and a bunch of kids from their neighborhood are in it, which I think is really, really fascinating. Okay. Uh, but Alana Hayam and Cooper Hoffman, so that is the son of the great late, um, I forgot his name, too. Hoffman, I can see his face. <laughs> Philip Seymour. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Do you want, do you want me to like, let you go, or do you want me to like jump in? I I, th- I think I just, prefer letting you go. Just like read the moment because it's funny. Let me go. <laughs> okay. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour um, Hoffman. Who like I think you told me that it was his son, and as soon as I realized that, it's all I could see. Yeah. In yeah. in a good way. Um, but I thought it was fascinating because I'm a big fan of the band Hyam, which is Anita, uh, Anita, Alana, and her sisters. Mm-hmm. Whatever sister's name is Anita, I think. Um, but yeah, her entire, her mom and dad, her whole family plays her whole family in this film, which I think is very fascinating. Anyway, um, so even knowing those things, it feels like a very intimate, very personal movie. Yes. Uh, that I did not realize was based off the life of Gary Goatsman? Gatesman? None of the members of the band are named Anita. Really? Is her sister named? There's Esther and Danielle. I don't know where I got the name Anita then. I don't know either, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, that knowing that going in, I think I just think that's worth mentioning up top that this is already a very like it's a, it, it feels it's like a, a community film. Yeah, it right? really does. It really also, does. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's been doing music videos and documentaries. For yeah, for their musical act. Yes, you know, which is I don't know. It's a, a cool. It's a cool a great collab. Song, they have a great song called uh, "Now I'm in it." That I think he did the the um, the music video for that. Not so. only that, but also um, you know. You know, directors get like their their pool of actors yeah. that they pull from, and, yeah. and you know they collab yes. like Chris Nolan and Killian Murphy, and right? Tom Absolutely. Michael so uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson. Ah, uh, dude, that's awesome. So I don't know. This is just a cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Like coming together of a bunch of things. You know, that's awesome. Before yeah. we even you know put press play. Yeah, but even like visually, like the the credits, mm-hmm. the like intro credits and the outro credits. Um, very much uh, 
like period accurate. Right. Um, they even uh, had they the shot old, like on old lenses. Well, they had the old uh, MGM intro. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. They sure and then did. at the end, they had like a more modern MGM yep. intro. Which yep. Is cool. Um, so I think, I, like, I mean, even I'm looking at this poster for it. It's sort of like the the hand drawn movie poster that I think was was big back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. Uh, but let's let's jump into the movie. Um, so we meet Gary. Gary Valentine. Mm-hmm. This kid oozes charisma. Yeah. He he truly awkward does. Awkward charisma. Awkward. He's not he's not I I I almost said smooth. He's not always smooth. Sure. But he's very charming. Right. He's very endearing. Um and he's just like and he wants a woman who is ten years older than he Yeah, he's borderline cocky. Oh yeah. Oh for but sure. But it sort of comes across as like like I said, it's it's, it's sort of endearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. I mean, let's just go ahead and get this elephant in the room, okay? He is fifteen, sure, and she is twenty-five. Okay, in the film, she even mentions that's illegal. Yeah. So that that's that's interesting. Yeah. Like I'm not. She literally acts as a chaperone for him. Yes, and then starts bragging about it. I mean, like I'm then, a chaperone. And then three weeks later, boobs. Yeah, she shows him his boobs. Um. She shows him her boobs. I said it. she shows him his boobs. Shows of his boobs? She, they she, make, they she, make three <laughs> different <laughs> plot lines in three different shows featuring his, Gary, his Gary's boobs. boobs. <laughs> but it's interesting. You know, I was talking to Hannah earlier, and I was talking about it. I was like, you know, it's it's not... I was once a 15-year-old boy. Right. And, of course, you see some, you know, let's say some celebrity, and you're like, oh, she's beautiful, and, like, mm-hmm. I love her, and it turns out she's... 29 okay but you okay. you don't know but it's not very often that you hear those stories and it's like oh they fall in love with you too i was like huh okay so it is kind of yeah. it's interesting how, how do you know she's about not it? a celebrity though no i know that i, I know that i'm just saying like i didn't know any 25 year olds when i was 15 that i would have like pursued so i don't okay. i can't have that that relation um how do you feel about it like did it bug you during the movie honestly um Throughout the film, I I kept wondering if, because at the beginning, Alana is very, like, close to the chest, you know? Like, she's very, like, trying to, yep. you know, set a boundary and stuff like that. Yeah, she's like, don't call me often. Right, don't. all these things. I wondered if she was, like, she just, like, threw out a number. I, like, for, for a, yeah, a, a that's large right. portion of the film, I wasn't sure if she was actually 25 or if she had just said that to, like, oh. try, and, try and tell him, like... This isn't gonna work. I'm ten years older than you. Interesting. Because like when when you see them side by side, they don't look ten years apart to, to That's me. That's true. Uh, they actually are. Interesting. She's thirty. Okay, and he's twenty. And he's like nineteen or twenty, I think. Okay. Well, there you go. Um. But that's interesting. That's that's it because she's kind of hard to pin down, actually. And I she is talk hard about to pin that. down. I love her. No, she's the, great. The entire she's film great. at the beginning when she just like fights with everyone in her family. And yeah. I think her sister is smoking weed with her. And yeah. Just like out. And yeah. she's like, you really need to stop. You really need to stop fighting with the family. And she's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, she storms just like runs off. off. It was great. Uh, was, no, like her whole dynamic. I, is this a film that we can actually go chronologically? Because we can. Yeah. It's. I don't even know how to. I'm going where I'm going where you want no, to yeah, go. No, yeah, I'm. I'm fine with just sort of see where it goes because this film. That's what this film sort of does. Mm-hmm. Um, There's her, definitely a plot. There is. There is. There is. Uh, her whole family dynamic is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do want to get back to 
like in the beginning, she is sort of like, look, kid, you know, like, right. Give it a rest. She's working. She's literally doing like, uh, uh, like, is it yearbook photos yeah. for school? Yeah, she's like, like an assistant. Yeah. Um, which is one. Combs and mirrors. There's and one moment in the very beginning that made you both were like, don't like that. Oh, I, I don't think we're supposed to. When the photographer slaps her butt, but yeah. it just comes out of nowhere. I and didn't I was like, like that. It's just fascinating to me that that would be done. To like from a man who's probably in his fifties mm-hmm. to a girl who's in her twenties, in the middle of taking high school yearbook photos, right? Like in front of all these impressionable young children. Yeah, that's fascinating in a kind of a disturbing way. I was not a teenager in the seventies, so I don't sure. know what it was like in high school. My dad was eighteen in nineteen seventy three. No, he was twenty in nineteen seventy three. So did he have his? Um, can ask him. Do you have the hair then? <laughs> what do you mean? He had. There's a picture. There's oh, a picture he, of Hunter's he, father. He had a Jerry curl. Uh, perm. He had a perm. He had a perm, and he was <laughs> fucking built. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like a bench, like a truck. <laughs> bench pressing three hundred pounds. No, that was the eighties. He was in okay. his thirties then. He was in his thirties. Okay. I think he told me once that his best oh, shape. Oh, so so I can peak. His and, best and shape. I can get a perm. I think he said that his best shape was like thirty five. Okay. Um, that gives me hope. He was jacked. He was. It's it's. Dad, if you listen to this, you were jacked, <laughs> dude. And he was also like. Super tan would go to the beach yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, he was jacked. He's sixty eight. He's sixty eight. Just had a knee replacement and still moving around doing stuff. So he can bench more than I can. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he can bench more than I can. I think too. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But he he can be able to squat like five hundred pounds. Anyway, mm-hmm. not the point. How many hundred? Like five hundred pounds. He could. Man has a bunch. What did of I? My my my. Uh, you had three hundred, I think. Three hundred. My <laughs> my bench and my squat were the same. That's pretty bad. Well, but you've got knee issues. I do have knee issues. So it's understandable. Anyway, We're, this is not. What I know. This is about. <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, I do think it's fascinating, like, uh, just how like suave he is. Like he has he has business, dude. I was not going to start a business when I was fifteen. Right. First off, when I was fifteen, I, I looked like I was twelve. <laughs> so I don't think I, I. I feel like I avoided picking up the phone or speaking to people yeah. as much as I. Let possibly me ask you could. a question. Let me let me ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> Because this movie to me, this movie, this movie to me, really brought back some really wonderful memories. But I think the memories have been like, they're like been like romanticized. Okay. And like I'm, I see them through rose-colored glasses because in the moment, I was scared shitless and like awkward as hell. Right. Sure. So before, when did you get to get, get your first cell phone? Oh, I don't know. It Were was, you in high school or middle school? I I think I was in middle school. Okay. And but part of the reason was because um, when you have multiple kids, if you yes. buy one something, you gotta get you have it. to get the other one, right? And yeah. so my brother was ten years older than me. My sister's five years older than me, and yeah. so they were at an age that they like needed cell phones. Yeah. And I got a cell phone. Okay. So gotcha. I think I was in middle school. I was gotcha. younger than most kids, I would say. Gotcha. I think I might have like fourteen, so I was like a freshman okay. in high school. No, okay. I would have been in middle school. It was like thirteen or fourteen. I was a teenager. Sure. I know that. But I'm trying to think back of times uh, pre cell phone. Okay. And I remember like being in middle school, maybe even elementary school, and there's a girl that I liked, okay. right? And I got a phone number. And I used to have a landline in my room. It was a green, green phone. <laughs> okay. you know? I don't know why I had it because I was literally like child. Right. But I, well, it's because they sell them in sets of five. True. But if so, I guess if no one's home, so you like, got one I can, in like the I main, the phone, main area like, of the house, Hello? parents' bedroom, <laughs> and, then, and then you chase yeah. and trade. Yeah. And got my one. parents had a landline until I was like, 
25, yeah. <laughs> which is wild. Anyway, I remember like calling this girl's house mm-hmm. and being petrified. <laughs> but I said I would do it. And so I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to call this girl's house. Yeah. And like, you know, I think her dad answered once and I was like, <laughs> uh, 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 is, uh, so, so there. It's awful, awful, okay. terrible. And so this movie to me, like, it makes me smile because, like, he's so clumsy. Mm-hmm. But he's also, like, what I wish I could have been. I mean, like, hey, I'm going to be at this place at 8 o'clock tonight. You should come by, you know? Just, yeah. just, you know, if you want to, just come by, you know? I mean, I'll be there waiting. It's fine. Just come by. I'd be like, Ugh, do you, um, okay. I, <laughs> like, you know I, I feel mean? like this story, it would be hard for this to exist, like, today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, think about, like, seeing a 15-year-old kid in, like, a like a bar or, like, a nice restaurant, and then people would be like, where are your parents? <laughs> true. That's you know true. What I mean? Like, but also, like, the dynamic wouldn't exist well, either. Sure. Because, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, let me look up like, an Instagram, and do you have a TikTok? It would, it, I was about to say, <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be like, come find me, or like, hey, I want to talk. It'd be like, um, you see the girl, you ask someone else, like, for her TikTok, and then and you, like, make like, her a custom TikTok or oh something like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I hate TikTok. I just started one, and I hate it. Um, but do you ever have any stories of like, like like that where you have to, like, you're... We're that generation that's sort of like a bridge. Okay. You know, we're like, we grew up with dial-up internet and AOL. Yeah. Where I'd be like... No? Have you ever no, those sounds? Yeah. You no, look at me I, like I was an idiot. Well, I don't think it's it's spot on. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I do remember, um, like, being at home and uh, playing, like, a game or something. You know, using, yeah. the, using the internet. And I'm oh, playing, yeah, like, yeah. like, RuneScape yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. And then a phone comes through. Or a, f- a phone. Ruined. A, c- a call comes through. Ruined. And I'm no longer on the... Ruined. <laughs> I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> this is the worst. Or, like, you just load it. Because it takes 15 minutes to start the computer. Right. Right. And then you're like, all right, I'm ready. And your mom's like... Hey, I gotta make a phone call. Can you get off? And you're like, son of a. Mm. Sure. I also remember. <laughs> so I did this. In, I remember when Facebook started. Um, huh? I remember when Facebook started. Yeah, me too. I remember when YouTube was like brand new. Yeah. Go on. And all these as things. You were saying. Uh, uh, in terms of his entrepreneurship and like yeah. his, his, which heck, they he gets storefronts. His dude. innovation. You know what my version of this was? What? So, um, Tyler, Tyler, and I, we were in uh, Boy Scouts. And we went to, I think it was Camp Thunder. There's like two different camps, yep. Yep. Uh, like big, you know, in the yep. in the Georgia area. We were at one of those camps, and we got like our parents would send us like an allowance money and stuff to like buy stuff. Yeah, there was this brand new candy <laughs> that came out, <laughs> Nerds Rope. <laughs> nerds, I remember those. You remember Nerds? Rope? I remember Nerds Rope. Yeah, we, we bought like all eight cases of Nerds Rope. Did you like hike and the then prices? marked it up <laughs> and sold it to the boy, like all these Boy Scouts. Eighty six fifty. And then and then um, when we got back, I did a very similar thing with some people in middle school at Booth, and we yeah. would we would go to Walmart and buy like those like value packs of like Skittles and Starburst and stuff. People didn't really like the chocolate ones; didn't sell as well. Yeah. People wanted like the fruity candy, yep, yep. and then we would just sell them for like a dollar a piece. You know. You know what's funny is that me and Zach met the first time I sold you and Tyler ACDC uh, tickets to go see ACDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Uh, little did you know, I bought them for eight dollars. <laughs> did you? Kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I was about to. I was about to pull the plug on this <laughs> no, whole thing. Kidding. If you my, marked me up like that, <laughs> my dad bought them for hundred bucks. 
Um, for how much? Hundred bucks. I mean, same oh. price as well. They said five hundred bucks. No, no, no. Yeah, we 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 were in the red. We lost money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, man. I just like I think about just kind of growing up, and uh, as I've gotten older, I wished I recognized like the beauty of being young. You know, I mean, I'm sure we're still young. Please so, tell me that we're still young. We're we are young. Okay, thank God. Tonight, we are young. <laughs> Tonight, good song, fun. Period. So let's set the world on fire. <laughs> yeah. I forgot the rest Make of the a words. giant funeral pyre. <laughs> what? Is that how it goes? Anyway, back to the movie. Um, but it's interesting. You know, he's like, I really do like Gary. Okay. Sometimes I don't like Gary. He sometimes he gives me like, I don't know. I was b- before we hit record. Yeah. Did you hear that little stutter? There? Yeah. Are you, are you are making fun of me? No, I'm not. You're making fun of me. That was you? a that was a genuine. <laughs> I've rubbed off on you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well. No, <laughs> you, you did not rub off on me. Stop it. Um, Stop it. <laughs> go on. Stop or go? Go. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Before we, we press record, you didn't like Oh, Gary, I, was, I was saying this movie gave me like weird, like Scarface vibes, <laughs> which <laughs> follow me. I know you haven't seen the film. I haven't seen Scarface. But, but in, in, in Scarface... Uh, Tony Montana like comes to America and yep. he's like first you get the the money then you get the power then you get the woman and all this stuff and it yep. feels like um throughout the film like he starts in a certain place and he's doing these like side hustles he starts selling drugs killing people all this stuff and then at the end he, he's literally <laughs> literally wearing like the white suit I thought you were talking about licorice pizza <laughs> I was like wait a second yes I know he has a mountain of cocaine right right yeah yeah, okay. yeah. Come on. yeah there's no drugs or yeah. or killing people they actually are, but it's drugs. replaced with water beds <laughs> and pinball there's, machines there's drugs he's just like, well sure yeah they're, they're, they're doing a little green go on smoking a little green but it's like throughout the film uh his character is getting more and more cocky and more and more yep. like um, detached from reality mm-hmm. while simultaneously becoming more and more obsessed with his love interest in that film, who is his sister, um, which is a very interesting dynamic. Wow. Scarface is a great movie. We need to, re- we yeah, need yeah, to yeah, yeah. review Scarface because sure. oh, yeah. I, I love that film. But in this, in this movie, like I've got similar, like I got some parallels to that obviously yeah. there's no drugs and killing people and stuff, but like throughout the film, well, there's all my, he, he almost gets charged with murder. Sure, but he didn't do it. No, I know. 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 In in Scarface, he did it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, But my point being that for like three fourths of this film, to me, Gary was getting less and less likable as time went on because he was getting more and more cocky. I would get that. And and he was buying these like white suits and stuff. Like it, it just felt very similar. Yeah. You know. Um, I definitely like there's there's moments. It's a very then fascinating. He, he saved it at the end. It's a very fascinating moment towards the end with the pinball machine that I, I want to talk about uh, in a bit. Where I think my understanding of both characters really like crumbled okay. in a positive way. Not like I was like, "Oh, I'm lost." I was like, "Oh man, this is new." Okay. Um, but I definitely do think Gary's. He's like. He's trying to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be this movie star. You know, I'm gonna live this life." Mm-hmm. Um. He's a salesman. He's a, oh my goodness, 100% salesman. Um, and I kind of got to give him that. You know, like he has the the guts and gusto to like be on the street and be like, hey, do you want to have the best sleep of your life? Yeah. I'd be like, no, leave me alone. He's like, all right, moving on. Do you want to just, right. just that, beat. Just that resilience yeah. is, is, is something that 
Uh, I feel like we don't have. No. <laughs> We'd we, be like, okay. Uh, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Mom, can you make a doctor's appointment for me? I have to get a checkup. Can you call a doctor for me, please? <laughs> Sir, you're 37. Oh, no. Okay, but could you just call? Can you just I, have a, I have my knee is sore. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but at the same time, he's also like, uh, at one point, Alana is like, the world does not revolve around you. And, and he's he like, says, it does. Yes, it does. It, it does. does revolve around me. It does. You would still be taking pictures of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I hated him in that moment. Yeah. But again, with the Scarface thing, he's got the world is yours, like revolving yeah. in his, his Let's his, talk about that moment because that's the moment that I was talking about where okay. both characters, I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You know, for the longest time, Gary's sort of been like, oh, I want to make this life with Alana. You know, be like, oh, sure. look, we're... You know, he's helping her get acting gigs. You know, he's, is this he's, the scene where he like leaves and does the thing on his own, and he doesn't need her to drive? Yes. Okay. Okay. And it's like, and she's sort of like this, like, okay, I, you know, whatever. And then she's like, oh, you know, it's Gary. He's, he's. She starts getting protective, you know, when when he mm-hmm. she sees her, his, his her friend in the bathroom, and he's like, well, he's smart, and you know, and he's mm-hmm. really a businessman, all this stuff. And then, she starts kind of realizing, which personally I kind of hoped she would, being like. I'm 25. Like I need to get, I need to start taking things seriously and like right. start building my life, doing things for me. Yeah, and she starts doing that with she starts volunteering with with, uh, with uh, Mayor Wax, Wax, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Benny Safty. Yes, uh, and um, starts doing those things, and then, you know, I kind of think she's gonna start talking to this one guy who works there. He's like her age, right? Um, and then, but then she throws him to the curb when she thinks that uh, the the politician true is like hitting her. I want to talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, but also, it's like she starts telling Gary, like, "I want to do things that matter. Pinball machines don't matter. Mm-hmm. You hear this thing about this this new law that can affect people, and all you think of is, uh, you know, pinball machines. Think is, is, oh, I can be the first one to make some money, right?" Um, and she's right. And she's like, you know, maybe she's right. Whatever. Like, I don't want to do this thing. Like, I need to start getting my life together. And then he's like, whatever, fine. I'm leaving. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, no, wait, it's fine. I, I'll drive you. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. I'll drive. Gary, stop. I'll drive you. And I was like, huh. Yeah. That really took me by surprise. And I was like, that's made me sad. Sure. Because I was like, what is it in her? You know, this like sort of codependent. Um dynamic that i guess she f- i don't know it was just fascinating mm-hmm. you know um because that's not healthy I-, I viewed that moment as very unhealthy on both sides oh uh, yeah there was there was you toxicity know? oozing from so i think that was really parties. interesting and it, it's fascinating how she it does seem like any guy who's like hey she's like smitten by him like even bradley cooper who was <laughs> we've said the effort of you know twice or so a fuckhead mm. You mean John Peters? John Peters, which I actually was reading about him, and actually, uh, John Peters gave Anderson permission to to make like a monster version of him in this movie. Okay. Um, so I, I mean, think I think it's like amplified in this film. His character, but was just so I know we're not we're not going all over the place, but but do, can we talk about his character now? Oh yeah yeah yeah. But I was just saying like even when he was like kind of sexually harassing her, mm-hmm. because at first it was like compliments and then he like got in her face like and i think it looked like she was like i don't want to do this you right know? um it was weird it's just her character is fast but i think that's re- that's that's life that's reality there's so many different angles of a person you know you can 
I don't know. It's very easy to fall back into those kind of habits. Sure. But anyway, yes, talk about John Peters. I think he was fantastic. You, but you, my God. You were saying in the theater while we were watching this that Bradley Cooper probably had the most fun of his life. Of his entire career. Like shooting those shooting like those two scenes, scenes that he was in. Because he was like just like, like drugged up, oh, uh, yeah. uh, over cocky, like more cocky than Gary is, who's yes. already like super cocky at this yes. point in the film. Yes. And and he's like, you're late. Um, I don't care about your excuses. I will kill your entire fucking family <laughs> yes. and make you watch. Like, <laughs> he's like, is that your brother? Yeah, that's my brother. I will, I will strangle the life out of him right in front, in of, front you. of you. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Out of He's talking about this bed, you know, and then he's just like, I see it. You're from the street, just like me. I mm-hmm. see it. Okay. I didn't pour. Okay, cool. I'll kill your entire family. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, what is going on? He's like, I want you to be terrified or yes. you know, something like that. But Your life literally hangs in the balance. <laughs> but Gary's ego, he's like, you know what? Screw this guy. Yeah. I'm going like, to get water all over his floor. Ruin his floor. And, then, and they're like, leaving. And they're like, ha ha, this is funny. We're yep. funny. Ha ha. Yep. And then who comes up, who's come, walking up the road? <laughs> yes. like, he fucking Rasputin. <laughs> yes. Like, he won't die. He won't go away. Uh, he, he just keeps showing up at the like most inopportune times, yeah. right? And like doing all this crazy. And you see stuff. like glimpses of his like crazy anger, you know, where he's mm-hmm. like flies off the handle, right? Um, even later when he like throws a trash can through a window, right? Um, but I will say that the whole exchange of Barbara Streisand it was fantastic. Where he's like Streisand, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, Barbara Streisand goes sand, Barbara Streisand, he goes. Barbara Streisand. He goes, no, not <laughs> what? Even close. No, not even close. That He's was like, a great okay, exchange. Never have to meet her. <laughs> yeah, that was a great exchange. Um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I will say the part of the movie where I was like, "What is going on?" was when Sean Penn showed up. Okay. Um, not at first. I realized, okay, they're acting. She's auditioning for a movie, right? When she had the guitar. Sure. <laughs> she's from Intercourse, Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's just like, oh no, yep. Is that a real place? I don't know. Let me look. It L- up. Look it up. Um, but then, like when they got to the to the uh, restaurant, Tail of the Cock it is a real place. It is a real place. Wow. Um, I also learned that Tail of the Cock is also was also a real place. Okay. Um, but when. He's talking to uh, Tom Watts, Tom Waits. How do you say his name? Is it Waits or Watts? I think it's Waits. Um, Tom Waits. Uh, it took me a minute to realize that, like, oh, he he was the director of this guy's movie, mm-hmm. The Bridge of Tarakai or whatever. Right. But can we talk about how <laughs> how how Sean Penn's character? Yeah. He's playing Jack Holden, right? Which is based off a real actor. Sure. Um. Named where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Named William Holden. Okay. Who was in a film called uh, the uh, Wait, no, that's not this. And Tom Waits is playing a character based off based off a man named Mark uh, Robson, right. who did in fact direct the bridges at 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 on the River Kwai. Uh, no, the bridges at Tokori. Okay. That that that's what it is. Okay. Go on. Anyways. You're not sure, and I don't think you're supposed to be sure. Is he like senile? And he's like, yeah. Or is he just in character? Well, because he's talking about these events like yes. in Vietnam or like in the deserts of Africa, as if he actually went through them. And like, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I yeah. wasn't sure. Like, did this actually happen? At first, I thought he was talking. He was having like PTSD, right? And like, was talking about his experience in Vietnam. 
And so was he just in character trying to get her to act more like Rainbow? Or was he actually thinking that these things that he acted... I couldn't tell. Happened? And that's you know kind of I mean? the point, maybe. But also, like, Rainbow wouldn't be in those movies. Those movies that he's, he's mm-hmm. already shot. And this is one of those um, events in the film that just... is. It's like what what the hell is going on, yeah. right? So um, Tom Waits goes out and like starts this little fire with this little ramp, and not even that. He tells the waiter, right? Give me a bunch like, of grease he's and like, Everclear. Meet me at so and so, so and so, with this hole. and this at the eighth yeah. hall on so and so and so, and however many minutes, mm-hmm. and just leave. And, and they just like, do it. Yeah. If I was a waiter, I'd be like, "Excuse me." Yeah, but if it's like a famous like direct director or whatever, anyways, and you've got uh, Sean Penn, and he like knocks. Alana off the the motorcycle and he's going. I'm coming, Nancy. And yeah. He does the jump and everything. You know, it's in the it's in the preview. Yeah. But it's like what? what also, is he going jumps on? like jumps like three feet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wasn't even that exciting. Right, and then falls off the motorcycle yeah. and, he, and he's okay. But it's like what is going on? But I think, if not the main theme, one of the main themes of this film is that, um, Alana and Gary like don't get along you know they have like yeah. conflicting I- ideologies or this side or the other they both have s- very strong personalities yep. and so they keep like drifting apart and like mm-hmm. trying to go their own way but th- their paths keep crossing and in that scene like uh gary sees that she's like in trouble and he's like running after her yeah and i don't know if you noticed at the end of the film yes when um he he like leaves the pinball place and he goes to the the, the campaign office and yep. she's like wandering the city looking yep. for him when they meet finally right when they meet and they running. cut to that shot of him yes. running when she had fallen off the motorcycle and to the shot of her running when he gets arrested right absolutely that was great i didn't so notice that 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 was the moment where the film like started to maybe not when it started but like when it like came full circle for yeah. me and it's like oh my god these are just like this is like a recurring theme, yeah. you know, that, like that drawn together that, you know, they need to be together. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was well done. Yeah. I think one of the things that to me in this movie that I think is really well done, uh, but it take, it took me a minute to be like, okay, I'm, I, I get it. Was that it is just sporadic oh, yeah. and random as hell. Right. And I thought, okay, welcome to life. Sure. Like things just happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like every day, Think about go. how many crazy things happened to us when we were, I don't know, maybe we, we were at least 17. Yeah. But think about all the crazy stuff that just like randomly happened. Like when we went to, we were having an innocent weekend. It was Auburn, Georgia weekend. And, <laughs> and the cop was like, I seen you. You were in the girls. Oh my God. Wait, that, that, that actually, I wasn't there. That was Trey. Oh yeah. Okay. But yes. You weren't there for that? I wasn't there for that. Oh, I remember no. I heard that story because I had to work and I was just like. Well, we were just having this innocent oh weekend and, and, and Trey went to and go to like, the bathroom and like this cop was like trying to arrest him and like he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And it's just like, what is oh, going yeah. on? Like, how did we get here? There's times you know? when we were at the lake. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And Trey was, <laughs> it's all about Trey, isn't it? Hanging off the edge. <laughs> the front the front edge of a, a pontoon uh, boat. A pontoon so boat. he yeah. would have gone, like if he had fallen, underneath. he would have gone underneath and propeller and yeah. it would have been bad. So for good reason. We got pulled over by boat cops. By <laughs> boat cops. And one of them held a funnel so that I could... <laughs> chug a beer <laughs> with a shot of whiskey in yeah. it. Yeah, and I believe his exact words were, man, I miss college. <laughs> yeah, he said, man, I miss college. Then he had us um, blow the breathalyzer. Like, yes. Do the, you know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and <laughs> Trey volunteered. He was excited. Well, he, yeah, he volunteered, but they said, no, you can't. He was like, he looked but, at me, he was like, But I was no. like, hey, man, I'm drunk, but can I see how drunk I am? <laughs> <laughs> he let me blow it. Oh. 
but it's like those goodness. moments where it's like, how did you know what is going yeah. on? Oh yeah, Th- that's you know? what that's what I feel like. A lot of growing up is yeah. It's I like, mean, how did we get here? But also, like, even in the moments where he's like talking to John Peters, right? Mm-hmm. There's times when like you're a kid talking to an adult, and you're like, okay, just like what? Okay, sure, yeah, whatever. Um, but I just I I loved that. I thought I don't know. I just think. I don't know, man. Like, it's interesting. You know, I look back on those years and I'm just like, I wish I would have known how, mm-hmm. like, kind of beautiful it is. Right. Um, and I just think it's, I don't know, I think it's really well done. I think it's really endearing. Like, there's a scene, like, this is, uh, I just, I thought it was so funny where it's like, you know, he's, he <laughs> gets mad because she won't show him his boobs, her boobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm, first off, let me make a disclaimer. Uh, he has no right to get angry. That is her choice. Sure. But it's just like this but super... But they both have strong personalities just, and he yeah, just gets like upset. It's like this clumsy where she's willing to do nudity in a movie and he right. feels like slighted because he's like, you care about me. And it's just like, I I just think it's hilarious how she is like, no, I'm not, you know, whatever. And then she storms off and comes back and she's like, you want to see him? He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And she like just looks, he's like, okay, come on. And it's just this super awkward, like not romantic, right. just like, okay, here. And he's like, can I touch him? And she slaps him in the face. So like <laughs> it's just like this super, like nothing is goes to plan. Nothing right. is like the movies. Like you think it's gonna be like this beautiful, like, oh, it's so romantic. It's just like mm-hmm. no, it's super clumsy. It's very clumsy. You know, think about uh, when right at the beginning when she she shows up. Yeah, he invites her to the restaurant, and she shows up, and she's sitting next to him, and it's just like thirty seconds of breathing. <laughs> he's just—you see the back of his head, and he's just, he's just like <laughs> staring at her, and she's like looking at him, and then looking away, and you just hear like, <sighs> and she's like, "Can you stop the creepy breathing?" <laughs> she's like, "Stop!" He's like, "What breathing?" She's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> just like those moments, I just think it's so funny. But then there's like really sweet stuff where like, you know, he like she's helping him with Fat Bernie's advertisements. And so he, like, mm-hmm. scooches his knee against right. her, and she, like, presses it back. I'm like, that's really cheesy and cute. Sure. And it's just, like, I don't know. Those moments are really sweet. And when they're happening, that's, like, it's, it's, it's a rush, you know? Like, sure. you're like, oh, she actually didn't punch me in the face for touching her knee. Right. You know? Um, I don't know. I just think it's, I think those moments no, I, are really charming. No, I hear what charming. you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. For yeah. Sure. Um... Do we? Do we? Should we go on? Well, no, I'm I'm following you. I was gonna say, should we discuss the the problematic scenes? Yeah. Um, so this film is getting some backlash, rightly so, frankly, um, from the uh, Asian community. So there's one character who is like, what's his name? Jerry Frick. Okay, his name is Jerry Frick. Mm -hmm. It's John Michael Higgins, who's a great actor. Um, and he plays like a businessman that's worked with Gary a few times. And the first time we see him, he's in a meeting with Gary's mother, who works for Gary, uh, doing PR for, um, what's the name? Mikado. Right. Which is like one of the first Japanese uh, restaurants in the area. Um, And he has uh, his first wife, Miyoko, or Kimiko, one of the two. Actually, I actually, genuinely can't remember what because they only say it once. I think, I think Miyoko. Once, I think Miyoko, Miyoko is, was his is first the first wife. wife. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they're reading. She's reading this like press release, and there's one line that visibly upsets 
Miyoko, and it's like she says what is little, it, little, it, little it, China doll waitresses. Right. I don't think that. she says China doll. I think she's a little doll waitresses. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and you know, Jerry's like, oh, wonderful. This is great. What do you mm. think, Miyoko? And she, uh, well, actually, but what happens is instead of turning to her and saying like, what do you think of this press release? He says in a very mocking caricature mm-hmm. way, you know, like, I can't really do it's, it. It's like, it's like a, it's, it's like a, it's like the way they would mock, um, Chinese characters back in the seventies and eighties when they were making films. Yes. It's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't yeah, like it. I don't even know I if I can it do it. funny, like but at all. Here's the thing. And it didn't fit, you know? That's the thing. He, so I actually heard about this because I, I laughed, but I was like, what in the world? It, it wasn't funny. It was like, I think what it was for me is that I read somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene where a man does a very mocked voice of someone sure. Asian speaking English. So in my brain, I had thought, okay, what's the only way? I was like, okay, that's the 70s. Maybe that's would have been done. Okay, fair. That probably right. w- would have been done in the 70s. But it doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing. I thought, in what context would someone do that? Right. And I thought, okay, probably doing it to be an ass. Okay, yeah. He's not. Right. It's, it I don't blew know. my mind. It's, that that's, it's, it's just like how he talks to It's her. supposed to be absurd, I think. It is absurd. Like, it's supposed to be like a what the hell is going on kind of moment because she's speaking to him in, like, her native v- language. Very fluent Japanese, obviously, yes. And... He, I don't know. Like, what's interesting is that so with, with his first wife, he can understand what she's saying to him. Well, the best thing is that when she's speaking Japanese to him, mm. he takes it and he goes, "Okay, so this is what she said." Yada yada yada. So it doesn't make any sense for a, 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 a few reasons. In in the first context, you think if, if he knows Japanese, why isn't he speaking? Why isn't Japanese? he speaking Japanese? That's literally that's the end of the sentence. Mm. Um, so it's not like it. It's not even like he's trying to be funny or he's trying to be mean. That's just like how he talks to his wife. Which is weird. It was super weird. But then later you find out with his second wife, which also him having all these Japanese wives is also very strange. Um, he does it again. Mm-hmm. And then she responds. And they're like, what did she say? And he says, oh, I don't know. I, I don't speak Japanese. Right. So it's like, it's it's as if he's like, well, they can understand me if I do it like this. But in reality, it's just ridiculous. In reality, they can understand English for fine. So, anyways, um, it's weird. It didn't needed. It wasn't needed in the film. The argument for both sides goes something like: uh, people say, "Oh, well, this is this is like a, a, a an artifact of the time, and so they put it in there because it's the '70s or whatever." But the counter argument being, "Well, one, that's offensive, and two, it doesn't fit." You know, that's the thing. And I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like. <laughs> It's offensive, but if you're trying to have a commentary on why it's offensive or say something about that, mm-hmm. then it needs to work in the film and matter, also, and it doesn't. Also, if you do it in a way to be like absurdist and to get a laugh, that's perpetuating it, in my yeah. opinion. And that's yeah. I think that's what the film is kind of doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's supposed to get people to laugh. And it was definitely like a, it just, it came out of nowhere. Like, that's the thing is that I had expected, like, okay, here's a scene where this guy's going to make fun of somebody. But in reality, he's like, I don't know. It was just odd. It was odd. It didn't, I could have done without that. Like, and the, the scene still could have worked and been funny mm. without 
that delivery. It would have been perfectly fine if like it would have been like an absurd like what the what just happened moment if with his first wife he spoke Japanese to her and she responded and then he said okay here's what she said and then with the second wife he did the same thing and then he goes I don't know I don't speak Japanese yeah like that would have been like uh what you know that would have been yes exactly that would have been great Um, so that was definitely odd Um, but uh, I mean besides that that's really kind of the 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 only point that's sort of like well this is not needed. Um, mm. Oh no! Yeah, what else you got? I'm trying to think. What's our wh- what timestamp? We're at uh, 52 minutes. Oh wow! Yeah, look we at that. We're doing good. I also we're have a shit ton of news. So on schedule today. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense because. But no, I just like this movie. Uh, I guess as a whole, um, really made me like nostalgic. Because mm. I mean, it, I wasn't born and I was alive in the 70s. Um, but even nostalgic for like like the growing just, pains just, of, of just youth, man. Yeah. Like, and it's odd because like not the seventies. This time seventies had a bunch of issues. This times now. I mean, I'm 28. This times now where I still feel those growing pains. Like I just now feel like I'm getting a, like a footing of who I am and like those kind of things. And I think what it is for me is like wishing I could go back and live those moments as who I am now, mm-hmm. but also. Just wishing I would have let myself be a kid a bit more. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I try to be like, oh, I'm just going to be an old soul and be like, whatever, you know, be serious. And I'm like, you know, I took myself way too seriously when I was 15. I do. If you. I did not. You, you, you <laughs> met me I was when, a child. You met me when I was 16, <laughs> seven, I guess technically 16, but like mm. 17 when, when we actually became friends. Yeah. I take myself far less serious now. Oh, I know. Like I've seen you grow by a lot, mm-hmm. by a lot, um, and I really wish I would have let myself like just that. be a little more free when I was yeah that age. And this movie makes me think about all the times that we were out having a good time, and you were just and like I was just contemplating like in the corner, pensive like and sad, <laughs> like <laughs> for no reason. Oh man, and we'd be like, oh, that's that's just Hunter. That's just that's <laughs> <laughs> just. So Trey would be like, "That's my brother." So and I'd be like, "That's my best friend." So one time, over in the corner, like bro- brooding. Bro, dude, I would brood so much. <laughs> Before me and Hannah were dating, Hannah ran into Trey in Athens, uh-huh. and we were like, we had like just sort of like texting, and they both posed with a fucking statue, <laughs> a statue, and they said, "Look, we found you," <laughs> and I was like, "You guys suck." <laughs> You guys suck. Oh man! But I remember, like it was—it's was a thing that I just struggled with for a long time, and I still did, man. I still do now. Sometimes I'm better. At, I'm a little more relaxed now, but mm-hmm. man, I just like took things way too seriously, and like everything had to be, like I feel like I had to like make it be like a movie. Like my life had to be like, and it just like, and in doing that, sure, I made it the opposite. You know, I just kept myself from experiencing things, and now, you know. Yeah. Now I'm 28 and like those moments have passed and father. it makes me sad. It does make me sad where I'm like, I wish I could go back and like. You can have those moments with your with your child. I can. You know. I can. Um, but I just I enjoyed it. I had it, it definitely stirred up some emotions in me and I think that's what art's supposed to do. So. Oh, there's one last <sighs> thing I want to talk about. Yeah, go for it for sure. Um, Good time. <laughs> I want to talk about the little side plot where uh, Alana starts dating like the actor friend that she meets on the plane. And, oh yeah, 
and she brings him home to dinner. Oh like my this, god! <laughs> it's like this. This that was such a good scene. This, um, you know, like it almost seems like it's a it's a special occasion, like a like a Jewish yeah. dinner with yeah. like special blessings and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. And and uh, Alana's dad's like, do you want to say the? I don't know. I don't know what to. Yeah. You know. Which he but he's like, he oh, is, actually, he sir. is Jewish. Right. Right. He's um, like, oh, actually, sir. Uh, smug as can be. I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my god. I was like, no. <laughs> you can feel the tension. No. The sisters. I don't know oh, if you. Were I was <laughs> watching the sisters. It was so funny. I was cracking up. They, they were wonderful in this. Oh film. yeah, they were great. They were great. Um, huh, that, that they were just like, oh, like they were probably trying not to laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh goodness, and she comes out. She's like, what does your penis look like? And he's like, uh, normal. <laughs> <laughs> Normal. That reminds me of when Bradley Cooper's like, how's, like your, "How's your penis hole?" Or how like big that. is your penis hole? How he big goes, is your penis hole? Normal I mean, size. Normal size. <laughs> oh no! No, that scene was because he great. said he was going to shove his uh, excuses up his yes <laughs> his, penis, his hole. penis hole. That scene was so good. It was so well done too. Um, Both of the ones that we're discussing. Oh right yeah, now. all of them. It was so good. And I think I think after that is when she's like, "You just just stop fighting everybody." And she's like, "Fuck off." Mm. Anyway, it's great, and this is her first. This is her cinematic debut. All of them. This is her first film. Yeah, it was great. Also, she she drove that truck backwards. That was actually her. That I mean, she that, did that, a good job. That whole that whole scene was all yeah. her. Um, she, she did a good job. That was awesome. But it's funny because like that. I would have hit something. Oh my god, that scene, I think for me is when I started to kind of see her go like, "What am I doing?" Mm-hmm. Like even like mid drive, I was like, she's like, she's questioning like, how did I get here? You found yourself in one of those situations where you're like with a group of people, and and you're doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing or something, or you're just like yeah. not in a place that you feel you should be at that oh, moment yeah. in time. Oh yeah, maybe that's where you were when you were brooding <laughs> all those times. No, what that was is that I was <laughs> fighting the reality of where I was supposed to be. Oh man, but yes. But um, you're, and you're like, what am I doing here? Like, what what is yeah. going on? And then I've had those moments for sure. You get out and and you think I'm gonna make a change. And yeah. then two weeks later, you're with the same you're guy and he there. owns a paint a uh, paintball a pinball store. Yeah, you know, in a white and pink suit. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you too. Yep, he got me too. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, that's that's all. Wait a second. I have one thing that I want to check. Do you know that uh, Leo? Leo, I was literally just checking on that. Dad was in this film. Yep, Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack. Um. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was great. great. John C. Riley made an appearance. Yep, you can just tell by his voice. Yeah, as like Herman Munster. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, got anything else? Want to wrap it up? We can we can wrap it up. Put a nice bow on it. Yeah. Put it Um, under the tree for next year. Okay, so. This film is currently sitting at Certified Fresh 91% on, oh. rot- on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. But none of that matters. The question is, Zach, mm-hmm. but is licorice pizza good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Um I'll be curious to see how this one is received for the Oscars if it lands any nominations. Right. And that kind of stuff. Uh, but cool. So that brings us. We uh, didn't talk about the mayoral side plot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Do, do you want to yeah. talk about that? I thought that was a really moving scene, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, real quick, just ignore what we said about it being good because I haven't heard it yet. But she gets a call. So I've got one. I got one thing to add. <laughs> that was us reversing. What? What'd you say? I was saying I got one more thing. I'm, I'm pretending like we oh. just reversed, and I'm like, oh, oh wait, there's one, one more thing, thing that we would yeah. like to discuss. Yeah. Um. So she's just about to kiss. Brian, what's his name? And the the guy. The dude. The guy. <laughs> Who is her age and obviously likes her. Mm-hmm. Um, and gets a phone call from uh the mayor, Mayor Wax, Wax. I think it is Wax. Wax. Um, gets a call. It's like, hey, want to come have a drink? It's very important. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, when he said it's very important, I got weird vibes. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna be. I was worried that was gonna be something a little more sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets there, and it becomes very obvious that, um, he is with his boyfriend. Right. Uh, which earlier in the film he had been grilled by, grilled, grilled, grilled. <laughs> What does that even I mean? <laughs> well, a, gr- a grueling, like if you're on the Oregon Trail and you set an, a grueling pace, um, you're more likely to get dysentery. <laughs> I don't even know how you know this. <laughs> you never played Oregon I Trail? I played it. I always died of dysentery <laughs> really fast. <laughs> you could choose different paces. There was like a moderate pace, oh. a fast pace, and then a grueling pace. And okay, like, so I was right. I was right. But like <sighs> grueling just means like. He got like grilled by the media. F- okay. Fast. Okay. It's well not like got, being grilled. He got grilled by the media. About being uh all, it's all Oregon Trail. About right. a being about being a bachelor and being single. Mm-hmm. Um it's actually during that during that scene where I thought he's probably gay. Um Okay. And it's just cause like that's I some of the words that he used, like saying like, Oh, I haven't met the right woman, you know? And then he said like my my time is spoken for. It was that line where I was like, He's got a boyfriend. Okay. Um and the unfortunate reality is that of the time, yes, in, in the seventies, very different world for the LGBTQ community. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he, so Alana had seen this guy walk into the office and was lurking around outside, and she thought he was a spy. So she walks into the restaurant to meet him for drinks, and he's there. He was outside. Yep. Yeah. So it is kind of confirmed that he was a spy. Um, which I, I guess Mayor Waxon knows this, and he's trying to preserve his image. Mm-hmm. Of being a bachelor, and so I was reading about it actually about the film, and it's called it's called being a beard. I didn't realize that that's that, that, that there's a term for it, but she was a beard, which is used to conceal your sexuality, um, or like a certain relationship. Mm-hmm. Are you googling that? No. Um, but he, she thinks, oh, this man might be interested in me. You know, shows up, and learns very fast that she's going to take his boyfriend home pretending to be his girlfriend so it just looks like the mayor just met some friends for drinks mm-hmm. not one man um i know i just hijacked this but no, 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 i think the scene that what's his name matthew i think his name is matthew i think so matthew and and alana share at like in his doorway mm-hmm. i thought that was a wonderful scene very touching and like he's really like it's just because i've he's like are you are you caught up with a shit or something like yeah, that yeah 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 <laughs> yeah she he, he was like do you have a boyfriend she was like kind of yes no and he goes is he a shit is he a shit <laughs> she's like yeah and he goes they're all shits aren't they all <laughs> um but i just like i felt not just his sadness but i felt her, she i felt her sadness too mm-hmm. in that scene i thought it was really really great well done um but yeah, but actually, he did. Uh, mayor Wax was mayor for like thirty years. Oh. 
didn't know that and did a lot of activism uh, for gay rights. Good. So the story has a happy ending. Do you have, have anything to add to? No, that I mean that's just you know that was really well done. Um, and I liked how they interspersed just like just like how your your life has a quote unquote plot, mm-hmm. but things are happening all around. You know, there's not like I don't know. I thought it was just nice. Um, anyway, cool. So yes, Zach, but is it good? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. probably not rated as highly as it would have been if it didn't have that unfortunate caricature. Do you mean uh, the Rotten Tomato score or like the audience score? Because the audience score is sixty nine percent. Like my heart score. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. In my heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely um, get that. That that pulls it down for me. It, yeah. it does. As it should. And he, Paul Thomas Anderson, um, defended it as being like, you know, this is contemporary. Like this is this was what was going on in that time. And it's like you can't. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like. It was going on at a time in the media, but was whenever, it really going... Whenever the theater laughs at it, it's like, oh. Was it going on in the time in the sense of, like, that's know. how someone talks to their wife? Whiskey just... You know what I mean? Made me bleed. My right thigh is covered <laughs> in claw marks. <laughs> it keeps jumping on my leg and falling. Mm. Anyway, uh, on to our next segment. Is it time and that for... Is every movie sucks. Yep. Uh, so in this part, we find the worst reviews we can find for <laughs> whiskey walking all over your your keyboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We Come find uh, the worst reviews that we can find for a movie because everybody hates the movie that you love. Somebody, somebody hates, hates the movie so that you love. If, some, everyone, if everybody hated it, then, then you, you wouldn't, wouldn't love it. <laughs> Sorry, somebody hates the movie that you love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a I've got a one star from Greta. Okay. Uh, no plot. Spent two hours utterly confused. It feels that way at times, Greta, but but you know, if you put a little bit of uh, brain power into it, there's a plot. Yeah. There's a plot. I've got more if you want me to go. Yeah, go. Uh, Donald says, Haven't seen a movie this bad in years. Two plus hours of filming time that we'll that we'll never get back. Okay. Inbar says disconnecting disconnected and confusing. Waste of your time. Jane says, terrible. Worst movie we have ever seen. Mm. I've got a long one. Do you, no, we don't. No, it's really long. Really long? Uh, George. Terry, go on. Terry says, although the main characters have some charm, it has been a long time since I've seen a movie that was so completely unfocused and disconnected. I haven't walked out on a movie in years, but I did this one. It took me over an hour to leave, as I just couldn't believe it was as bad as it was. See, but... I don't know. Maybe these people are further away from these these years than maybe, we are. You maybe, maybe. And so we were able to appreciate what was taking place. Shh. It is it is disjointed at times, but oh yeah. Charlene says hated this movie, could not follow the plot, and wanted to walk out after fifteen minutes, but stuck it out. Worst movie I've seen in years. Interesting. Well, let's see a couple more. A couple more. Um. I wish I could get the five hours back. Five hours? So uh, What did you watch? I don't whiskey, know. Whiskey. Whiskey, come here. It looked like she just was peeing on my laptop. <laughs> she was not, but she like squatted over my laptop. Uh, Dorothy says, pitiful storyline, acting okay. Only reason I wanted to, <coughs> wanted to see it was Bradley Cooper, and that was not even good. He was great. <laughs> Marilyn says, this is my first review. I felt compelled to do this due to the good reviews and being dragged into this movie theater to see this rotten movie. 
on my list of top worst movies I've ever seen. I feel that the critics owe me a refund, but she spelled it O-H. Oh. Interesting. What's the sub s- subtext there? <laughs> the code? Maybe because um, eventually she'll go, oh, and realize what the movie was about. Got you. Uh, Jeffrey says, one of the most boring movies I've ever seen. This is a five-star review, and I'm not going to read it, but I want to read the guy's uh, name, Okay. Okay. The guy's name is Richard loved it like the 70s throwback acting was really good, made you feel good when you left the theater, told my kids to go see this. They're in their 20s, but many movies I wouldn't recommend have this one, my wife, and I really liked. That's his name? That's his name on on the on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Richard Loved is his first name. Oh, uh, got you. I've got one more. One more. This okay. is a half star from Mel. Really long. Mel's my neighbor meandering, an overall boring movie. Acting no. was great, and a few individual scenes were entertaining, but ultimately a waste of a movie ticket and two-plus hours of life. Mm. Harsh. Got any more? Nope. All right, there you go. That movie sucks. But this one actually didn't. <laughs> for the most, one. Most part. Oh, wait, tell me. Uh, PTA Hater says, the cinematic equivalent of an SAT prep book. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but it made me chuckle. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, now it's time for the shindigs. Zach, will you please give us the first shindig theme song of 2022? It is a new year. Ha, 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 ha. And it's time to get the news. Ha, 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 ha. It's time for Hunter's shindig, and it's time for Zach's shindig. We will do our shindigs right now. Beautiful. Can you let whiskey out? Because she's being a little pain in the butt. Bye. Let's go into whiskey shots. Don't tell her, though. Okay, cool. So I got a lot of news. We're going to just speed through it, okay? Do it. Speed news. This is this is a speed news. lightning round. <laughs> lightning round news. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay. <clears throat> Batgirl has been showing a lot of stuff. Have you heard about it? Uh, Nope. First official look at Batgirl in her costume. Mm. People think that is great. Okay. People think that it sucks. Okay. It looks like it's like year one. There's a comic book called Burnside Batgirl. It's a Burnside series. Uh, and it's like she makes her own costume. It is like a one-to-one remake of that. Looks cool. It's obvious that it's going to look kind of handmade because it is handmade. But mm-hmm. hey, good for them. Uh, there's set photos that have shown a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, there's a rumor that, sorry for spoilers, The Flash is going to reboot the DCEU that's going to take... But I thought, uh, 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 what's his face? Zack Snyder's movie's out of continuity, but Ezra Miller said that's not true. Yeah. Uh, a set photo from Batgirl has kind of furthered the proof that it's not. Okay. And there's a, there's a, whiskey, are you serious? Let her back in. Keep going. It's lightning round okay, news. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, there's a thing that shows Lex Luthor, and he's like still in prison, and it's like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. But it, he was <coughs> broken out of prison by. Uh, I know it's interesting, and it references the Capitol bombing. So it's like, oh, that's okay. That's canon. Uh, set photos have shown that Black Canary's going to be in it, and then the big one is that there's a mural that shows what they believe to be uh, Michael Keaton's new Batman suit. Okay. It's kind of distressed, but also he's with Robin. So Robin's coming to the DCEU. Apparently, Dick Grayson is going to make an appearance in this in in the movie. Interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, John Watts, who did Spider Man, 
one, two, and three. Okay. Uh, is going to produce because we need another one. Final Destination six. What do, you, what do you mean he did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3? He, did, he, he, he directed Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Okay, okay. You're talking about the, the new ones? Yeah. Okay, he is going to produce a Final Destination 6. Have you seen these movies? No. I saw I've seen one. the first one. I saw I one and it like, I didn't like it's it. Like it was weird. They were at NASCAR and they were supposed to die, but they didn't. And, and so then like death like haunts them. <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's weird. So we're getting that. Uh, death on the Nile gets a trailer and a release date and it's going to be kind of problematic. Okay. Because it's the first movie with Army Hammer since he was like, hey, he's a cannibal. What? Have, have you heard of this? You haven't heard this story? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> no. Army Hammer, who is a beautiful man, right? He's like this, Okay. you know, he's great. He's been in good movies. He recently got divorced. He's got two kids. But it's found out that he was talking with women online about wanting to drink their blood and eat their hearts. And okay. do these things. And apparently, like... A woman who actually was with him in person, like, has been like, yo, he, he, this is not like a fantasy. He like does this stuff. So apparently, he could be a cannibal. Interesting. So there's that, but he's in it, uh, which is, I don't know, it's interesting because like, I, this is like another like Agatha Christie murder mystery, like Who Done It. It, yeah. And I love those, so it's gonna be interesting to see how this one does. Do you have anything to add? No, okay. I'm, I'm trying to process the fact that there's a guy that Army, might be a cannibal. Army Hammer is apparently... <laughs> well, he had already made it and had been delayed like oh, okay. two years because of COVID. Um, oh, my God. What? Are you are you looking it up? I'm looking at the allegations. I'm not going to... Yeah, and it, it's pretty messed up. Here's one that I'm really excited for. Uh, I don't know his name, but the guy who directed Pig. Which Man, was, which I would... Ca- I would re- shoot these scenes yeah it's interesting sorry continue yeah the director of pig yeah uh which that was his directorial debut is going to have a quiet place spinoff interesting that's gonna be cool sign for that um i saw the trailer for this movie called x by uh ty west okay some horror movie looks wild sorry i'm just i'm picking random stuff now i just i thought it was interesting it's like two weeks worth of news denzel washington's making equalizer three okay i haven't seen the first two have you seen them no. Okay, good for him. Um, <clears throat> they have cast a mysterious male lead in the live-action version of Snow White. He's not the prince. He'll be made directly f- uh, for this live-action remake. He will it be made directly it, for them? The character is being made for oh, this live-action okay. remake. I thought you were saying, like, the they were going being? to conceive <laughs> no. a child. Andrew Burnap is the guy. For the purpose of letting him grow up and be in this <coughs> film. Yes, Like, this is. would be his calling, and then <laughs> afterwards they would call him. Call him? Call him. What does that mean? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, here's some Marvel news. Uh, rumor is that Obadiah Stone, may stay Obadiah, the guy who, Jeff Bridges in Iron Man 1. I don't know his okay. name. Obadiah something. His son is going to be in a series called Ironheart for Marvel, um, which is like the continuation of Iron Man. So essentially okay. it's just Iron Man 1 again. Interesting. Apparently is it Iron Heart because of the heart thing? No, it's, there's a comment where this girl named, I think, Riri something, she gets like the Iron Man armor, like okay. builds build her own, and she becomes Iron Heart. Uh, but apparently, so, so they're making that into a series. Apparently, Obadiah's son is going to be in it, which I think is kind of dumb because it's like, it's literally just Iron Man 1 again. Okay. But apparently, it's going to be Justin Timberlake. So, interesting. It is interesting. Uh, more Marvel r- rumors. Uh, rumors that <coughs> at the end of the She-Hulk series, Hulk is going to leave Earth and go back to um, where they go in Ragnarok. 
the the uh, trash planet, gladiator planet. Yeah, and this with, going, uh, uh, yep, uh vinegar sweats. Yes. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Apartments.com. I know. I can see his face. He's amazing. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah. Apparently, that's going to lead in, lead into a Planet Hulk series or movie. Oh, so he's going to take over the planet. Apparently, they're saying that the rumor is that while he was Hulk, he had a son. <laughs> who's also a Hulk. I don't know. With whom? There's a whole Planet Hulk series and comics and stuff, and it's pretty good, but that's that's the rumor. Um, and the last thing from Marvel, the day of the, this episode releases, mm. so for us tomorrow, Monday, they are going to release the first trailer for Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac. Okay. So cool. Moon Knight is... He's like an Egyptian um, is this superhero. a comic book? He, what? A comic book film? It's Marvel. Okay. Yeah, it's on Disney+. That's what Plus. I was asking. Is it yeah, DC yeah. or Marvel? Because yeah. I, I figured it was one, Disney, one of those two. Disney+. Plus. Um, so that's that. Got a couple of things for DC. Uh, apparently, Peacemaker is amazing. It's certified fresh at 93%. The intro, the opening, the credits. opening credits are ridiculous. Yeah, apparently it's just like this, like, it's James Gunn on steroids. Super, like, outlandish and ridiculous and mm-hmm. absurd, which, hey, good for them. Uh, apparently, it's really, really good. Um, and the last thing for DC, Ben Affleck gave an interview about his thoughts on Batman, uh, how he's done with the character, and his time on Justice League. He said that his favorite film, favorite scenes that he's done as Batman ever are in The Flash, uh, and that he says that the Snyder Cut and The Flash put a really nice finish for him on the character. So everyone's pissed about that because it said he, he's done, but look, the guy wants to stop playing Batman. Leave him alone. Sure. Um, that's why Keaton's, Keaton's coming back for Batgirl, too. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, and then he went on to say that his experience on Justice League was his worst experience filming anything ever, essentially. And that was what he looked at this and said, I'm not doing this anymore. Was it when Joss Whedon took over? It or? was... Was never it the whole never thing? named, but it was heavily implied. He was just saying, like, all these things happened. He mentioned, he said some bad stuff, tragedies have happened, which is a Snyder's daughter committing suicide. Mm. And he's like, and then just things kept getting worse and worse and worse. And it's just, it's sure. very much implied that it's like, yeah, this was a train Joss. wreck. This it was, was horrible. <clears throat> so. I'll name him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was the, I think the headline for people, I think, was like, Affleck says, working on Joss Whedon's Justice League. Mm. was his, quote, worst experience ever. Um, so that's pretty bad. A uh, few more things. The Book of Boba Fett is certified for us at 90%. Haven't watched any of it. Is it out? It's out. Cool. Then there's one that I don't know anything about this movie, but I got really excited. It says, David O. Russell, who did uh, The Silver Linings Playbook and American Hustle, which I love that movie, mm-hmm. released the cast for his next film. Listen to this, okay? Ready? Okay. <clears throat> Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift, John David Washington, Rami Malek, Michael Shannon, Chris Rock, and Mike Myers. It sounds like a great cast, That's but a great keep cast. in mind the last time Taylor Swift was in a film, it was, it was Cats. cats. <laughs> so. It was Cats. We'll have to see how it comes we'll out. We'll see. You know? That's all I've got. That's a lot of news. But I'm excited for all of it. I guess there's a lot going on. It's a new year. It's been like two weeks. Too, so. Okay, it's been two weeks. Um, it's fair. And I didn't. I didn't even start keeping news until like last week. Zach, do you have any shindigs? 
it's a new year. You know, we're going to start off with a clean slate. Okay. Nothing this week. All right. All right. Whiskey shots. Whiskey's back to her old hijinks of walking on your keyboard. Hmm. Always. Yeah. My keyboard was made for walking. Here she comes. Here she comes. <laughs> Here she comes. There she goes. Cool. That's all we got. Uh, give us the first Whiskey Shots theme song of this year, Zach. Here, give me a beat, Whiskey. Oh, we're changing it. Whiskey Shots. Whiskey Shots. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Meow. She's got a tail. She's got four paws. Wow. And she's got a face. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> she's going to mess up your laptop. Wonderful. All right, cool. Uh, that's all we got. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very excited about this new year. we got some stuff that we're, we're working on. Excited to show you what we're doing. Um, thank you guys for a great first year. Yes. Thank you uh, so much. For real, it was wonderful. Wouldn't be here without you. Yep. Be sure to follow us on all social media. Yes. Maybe not. We don't have a Facebook page. No. But you can follow us on Twitter at BIIG Podcast. Yep. That is at BIIG Podcast. Yep. You can follow us on Instagram at But Is It Good Podcast. Yep. That is But Is It Good Podcast. Or you can say hello. Mm-hmm. We're going to just cut you off. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, say hello. Reach out. Tell us how you found us. Uh, email us at Email us at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. That is biigpodcast at gmail.com. So Subscribe. Say, so say hello to like. us via email. Follow us on social media to get updates. We're yes. posting uh, our release schedule on a monthly basis. Yep. So at the beginning of February, you'll be able to see what the next four episodes are going to be. Yep. Barring any complications, obviously. Yep. If something We're going to have you know. uh, be a bit more active on that. Um, so yeah, uh, interactions. Next, yep. We're gonna have. Um, yes, please say gonna, hello. You're gonna see our lives. Wow. We're gonna have videos on there of, of Hunter clipping his toenails. You know, wow. just, <laughs> just see us in our day to day. Yes, perfect. Great, you know, great. We have to um, do that now. It's, next it's week, spoken. Yes, next week we have. I've got gross toes too. I've got finger toes. That's okay. Ah, you that's, know, some people, my toes are beautiful. Some people have finger toes. That's fine. Some people don't. Some people don't. <laughs> you know. Uh, it next is week, what it next is. week we have a very special guest. Our good friend Brooks Davis is going to be on with us doing mm-hmm. "Don't Look Up." Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, with that, please like, subscribe, share, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, you got anything else to add? No. All right. Nothing. See you guys next week. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.